Ayo, 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 ayo. Yo, it's poppin'. You know what it is. How come rappers always talk? Y'all know what it is. No, they, they really don't. Yo, what up, man? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of the Father Mockin' Protocol. Here on a special 4th of July episode. <laughs> giggle, giggle, chortle. It was up, man. Hey, man, shout out to all things comedy. The network. Shout out to uh, podcast brethren and sistren. Ian Edwards. Dean Del Rey. Kira Soltanovich. And many more. Billy Burr. Uh, and, and the rest, man. Go check out their uh, their wonderful podcast, man. I hope y'all have a safe holiday um somebody out there might have had a a, a three-day weekend some of y'all might have had a four-day weekend you feel me by the way i hope you had a had a good time and i hope you uh i hope this podcast finds you in a safe space and that you continue to uh find your safety huh yeah how's that isn't that lovely hmm huh uh how many uh do you ever uh do you ever okay? So I just had to clean out my fold. You ever? I just erased. I probably did. I didn't delete. I'm actually out of all my friends, out of everyone in my cipher. I feel like I'm probably one of the few people that takes the time to clean out their phone and back up their pictures and such. You know what I mean? I'll do it probably every every. Uh, you know, you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to record. I'm going to, uh, you know, update and back up my, my phone once a month. But it doesn't happen. So I wind up doing it probably every, I'm going to say every two and a half to three months. Clear out the pictures. The problem with that is, see, what I do, so I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll sync it up with my laptop. And then I, um, and then I uh, I go through all the pictures. I usually will just save pretty much all the pictures and all the videos. But then instead of deleting everything, you know, you want to leave special special uh, shots. You're like, oh, this is a good picture of me, of me and the family. Um, that sounded selfish because I said me first. This is a good picture of me and the family first, and then me, and then more me. And ooh, look at look at this selfie of me. On a side note, fellas, um, stop taking selfies, man. Okay, can can we can we can we all agree on that? Ben taking selfies, you you have no idea how grating it is to uh, to thumb down your 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 Facebook or Instagram uh, posts and see a dude, <laughs> see a dude with no shirt on. <laughs> And, and and yes, I'm calling arrogance. I'm calling people out. It's it's cocky and it's arrogant. And you do it, you do it with your shirt open because you you feel like you know. And I'm in good shape. I want everybody to see it, and that's good. But if you post it, it's public domain, and I'm calling you out. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm getting sick of following cats like that. Or if you go, you know what? How about a minimum? Uh, let's have a max out. Let's have a max out of, I'm, I was going to say one, but that might be two. I, one selfie is, is a lot for a dude. 
let's define selfie too. Not not a picture of you and your crew. If you leave it up to the media and the Today Show, they they'll call everything any picture that you're in it, um, any picture of yourself is a selfie. No, a selfie is a picture that you took. You took your phone. You extended out your hand. Uh, maybe two feet. My my arm. Let me see. My arm is about two. Maybe two feet, and um, I'm gonna say my arm's probably like twenty. I'm just measuring from my from my deltoid to my fingertip. I probably, well, I'm gonna give myself about two and a little less than two and a half feet. I'm gonna say my arm's probably about twenty, twenty. Hmm, let me see, about twenty, twenty-eight, twenty-eight inches. That's how dude's gonna start measuring. Yeah, girl, I got twenty eight, twenty twenty eight inch arm. <laughs> What's the size of your penis? Don't worry about that. My arm is twenty eight inches long, yo. Uh, so when 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 dudes, you you extend your arm out with phone in hand, and you either click the reverse button. Or you're the, you're just that nice, and you can aim it at you um, by just seeing the iris of the phone. That's a selfie. You press that button, you have just taken a selfie, and you have just committed the cardinal sin of manhood. That's right. I I said it. Men should. <laughs> it just and look, and I'm guilty of it. And especially because I'm guilty of a. Uh, but I usually if I post like a picture of myself. It's, it's goofy. So maybe that's the uh maybe that's the addendum to the contract. If you go take a, a, a picture of yourself, you can't stop trying to be sexy, man. I don't wanna see no dudes licking their lips in their pictures. I wanna see dudes trying to do the uh you know, nineteen nineties R and B album eyes. <laughs> You know those the, the squinty eyes, where, where it's like the the someone's flashed light in your face, you know, and and your mouth is pouting. Look, look, I'm a, and suddenly, suddenly feel like you you sound like LL Cool J or something real, real incredible. You wanna you wanna play with your areolas, rub all on your areolas or some crazy real, it's real, it's real cool. Yeah, stop, stop it, man. Stop it, man. Women too, though. Actually, I'm 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 sick of I'm sick of women uh taking goofy, goofy. No, the you know the the goofiest selfie that women take has got to be the um the the video of themselves. Women women are doing this thing where they they take pictures of themselves, preening and <laughs> preening and posing. And that and that's it. <laughs> there's no there's there's nothing else uh, added to it. They just they preen pose, turn head left, tilt, turn head right, eyebrows up, smirk, smize, and that's that's a video. You know how many times I've scrolled past these pictures, and and I want to leg swoop the person. I'm like, wait, what? What are you? What are you doing? What it? No, you, no one wants to. Nobody. Well, you know what? I was gonna say no one wants to see that, but obviously, um, someone wants to see it because people like them. People like these pictures, 
You know, um, some might say to me, well, Dean, why are you, uh, why are you following any of these people? Um, number one, cause I'm a man. Uh, number two, because I didn't expect that the, uh, that this is what I was in for. No one, no one expected that they were going <laughs> to, they were going to be subject to someone preening and posing or sometimes maybe, maybe you did, maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe you did. Like, for instance, like, you know what? I'm going to take a big, a goofy, I took a goofy picture of myself, uh, eating the, eating the ice cream cone the other day. And I took it, uh, because our, our wonderful, uh, executive producer, Joseph Vesey, um, he, in the meeting we had, he, he had a problem with, uh, he has a big problem with men, <laughs> with men, uh, Eating ice cream out of the cone. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Joseph Vesey is anti-American because he doesn't feel like you should eat an ice cream or eat ice cream out of an ice cream cone. He's like, there's nothing. Yo, if you eat ice cream out of a cone, kill yourself. If you ain't got more than two scoops of ice cream in your ice cream cone or in a cup, you need to fall out of a building and die two times. Um, shout out to Funk Flex. Funk Fliggity, no diggity with the wiggity. Does he still say that? I ain't heard of Funk Master Flex in a, in a long, long time. It has been far too long. Um... Yeah, so Vessie had a problem with with me. Uh, we 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 had a meeting, with production company. We got into, we got into a whole discussion about um. You know what? I'll actually, I guess, fill y'all in a little bit on this this project in a second. But um, I hope I don't forget to. You know, I do have ADD at times. I have ADD. Um. So, and the the production company had mentioned doing something on the world's greatest uh, ice cream, vanilla ice cream or whatever. So, Vessie and I got into a conversation where we were discussing ice cream and he just, yo, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Anytime I see, if I see, if I see a dude uh, with, with ice cream in his hand and he's, he's, he's eating it out of a cone, I might just slap it out of his hand. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Hello? Why? First of all, how how could you even allow ice cream? Something as pure and wonderful uh, that elicits such elicits such happiness. How could you even think of anything violent, let alone smacking said ice cream cone out of someone's hand, thus ruining the experience, uh, uh, making them angry? And taking joy in that fact. What kind of evil person are you, Vessie? Um, so with that said, I took it upon myself. The next time I I was getting an ice cream cone, I, I heard. It wasn't Mr. Softy. It was, it was like the bootleg. Uh, I ain't going front. I actually get annoyed. Um, now, this, this might be, uh, you know, falling right into the misery that Vessie had begun when he started uh, discussing smacking an ice cream cone out of my hand. But I I really can't say it. You know, shoot for the stars, man. If you're going to get an ice cream truck, get a Mr. Softy. 
Hmm? You hear me? If for any for any of the uh, listeners out there, if you ever decide to get an ice cream truck that you're gonna drive around the neighborhood or multiple neighborhoods with the music playing. Go for Mr. Softy, man. Don't don't go for this this bootleg. Uh, uh, this this one didn't even have. Cause I I would say good humor, but good humor has the frozen ice cream. You know, good humor has uh, strawberry eclairs, chocolate eclairs. You know, um, they because good humor is a brand. So I can understand you saying, you know what, I want to be down with a winning company. Good humor's been out since I was a kid. I want to drive a good humor ice cream truck. Cause they're a winning team, and I'm a winner. I'm gonna rock it out, good humor style. That's different. Because you're serving prepackaged ice cream. But if you're gonna if you're gonna serve like fresh from from the from the soft scoop, not even the soft scoop, you have you gotta have the machine, man. You gotta have the ice cream dispenser. Ice cream dispensary. You gotta have uh vanilla and chocolate. You real gully if you have um if you have straw, strawberry with a case, strawberry, but most people don't. They have chocolate, vanilla, and then you have a variety of of toppings. You can go. I prefer, I prefer rainbow topping, rainbow sprinkles, baby. That's my. That's what I, vanilla with with the rainbow sprinkles in in a waffle cone. That's right. That's how I like it. You know, but but some people. These charlatans attempting to pass off themselves and that thing that they sell that they call ice cream. They 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 have these these other, it's not Mr. Softy, it'll be like Mr. Ice Cream. You're like, wait, what? This way. This and you know, you hear you hear the, the, the cheap carnival uh music rolling down the neighborhood at full decibel level. And full HD surround sound, right? But it's not like Mr. Softy's, right? That's Mr. Ice Cream, Mr. Mr. Softy. Mr. Ice Cream Joint will just have like some corny carnival, you know, uh, and that's is really a dude, isn't it? <laughs> they don't have the music. They just have some dude in the back with a microphone going, do, 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 a pocket full of ashes, ashes, do, 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 do. <clears throat> and then he starts again. Do, 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 do. Could you imagine? Imagine some dude just sitting in the back. That's that's his job the whole day. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I, I brought you in. You said you want to be down. He's like an assistant DJ. You know how the DJs used to have like the assistant DJ? Actually, I was at a wedding yesterday. There were like five dudes around the DJ booth or DJ table. It's not a booth, but you'll call it the booth. There's like five dudes around the DJ booth, one dude DJing. And the dude was a kid. The dude was a kid that kept calling the, the, the groom the wrong name. The groom's name was Suleiman. He said, give it up for Solomon. <laughs> I was like, what? You had one job. That was to play music and make announcements. And you're blowing that kid. 
you're blowing that immensely. Uh, real quick side note, um, this is for all DJs out there. Any DJs listening, uh, shout out to my man DJ Scribble. Uh, we got a link up soon. Uh, yeah, when did it uh, become the norm? When did the paradigm shift so that DJ said, you know what, just tease him with a little bit of the song? I can't stand when a DJ, you know, plays like a record that puts you in a in a in another place, man. It 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 reminds you of something from your youth, from your past. Something that might inspire you to get up, get out, and do something. Maybe it reminds you of uh of one summer that you had a great time. Uh, it might remind you of, you know, hanging out with your friends back in the days. Maybe it reminds you of dancing with, with uh, you know, female back in the days. Whatever it is. Right? Whatever it is, that's what music does. It, it, it Music transports you to a different time and place. Good music, you know. But, babe, at some point in the future, uh, when Panda comes on, it could be a year down the line. It could be five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line. The Panda at some point is going to be old school. I want y'all to let that sink in for a second. Let me say that again. That that one day is going to be considered classic. That's going to be playing on an elevator one day. When you get on, you're just going to hear by way of uh, of a trumpet or saxophone. You're just going to hear that along with Kenny G. Um, Kenny G, though, his music was always like his music was always elevator ready. You know, like most 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 of the time a song is like a popular record and 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 then over time they say you know what, let's let's jazz it up let's uh let's get a saxophone and a keyboard to uh, to play earth wind and fire hits and so you hear and then you hear ding cuz that's your floor it's time to get off the elevator but at some point, designer panda is going to be considered old school. And that's going to take you back to another time, another place. And you're going to start dabbing. You're going to start dab, 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 dab. You can't see me, but I'm dabbing right now. And now I'm, now I'm running in place in my chair. Really, I'm just bouncing up and down on my butt. Okay, this just felt weird. Yo, if you bounce on your butt while licking ice cream out of a cone, you're finished. Yeah, it's... um. It's a special place for me, this this chair here in the living room. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I got sidetracked. You can't sidetrack your sidetrack, Dean, or you wind up way off course is what happens. Um. So anyway, uh, you know, with the ice cream truck thing, man, like if you don't have a real ice cream truck, you got to go, Mr. Softy. Uh, last time, the picture I took, I ran outside because um, I heard an ice cream chug. Then I realized it was too late. My kids were getting ice cream, so I had to get ice cream. The vanilla was kind of, kind of for gazy. Vanilla ice cream was kind of, didn't taste like vanilla. It tastes very watered down, you know. 
It didn't. It did. The uh, sprinkles were 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 rather uh, stale and solid. They were very hard. Like like good sprinkles should kind of melt in your mouth. Like it should take uh, minimal exertion to chew on uh, on your sprinkles. Yet here I found myself crunching down on these damn sprinkles, man. I was actually, it was it was very uh, distracting, very annoying. Sprinkles should be like confetti exploding in your mouth. Mm. And, uh, mm, mm. Uh, Damon Dash would say, pause, pause two times. Um, so for that, I, I apologize for all the fellas that are listening um, that that heard me say that no man should ever comfortably say like confetti explosion in your mouth and for that i apologize i am i'm extremely sorry for that um for that faux pas as it were um my bad i, I didn't uh, i didn't mean it um but it's supposed to be exciting it's supposed to be excitement all in your mouth ma- mm, you know what i'm gonna stop uh, moving moving on <laughs> the thing Bessie and I um so Bessie and I we uh we just recorded a um a sizzle man, right? It's not a sizzle man, but a sizzle. It's uh in that we we um we wound up uh okay, so here's the thing. So I had a production company pitched them uh Pitch them uh, this this show I did uh, with my man Hugh Moore a couple of years ago. I might have even mentioned this in the past to y'all. Um, a show called uh, Video Knows, and um, and they dug it. Um, we submitted. We were actually going just to meet with them with regards to that. However, instead of uh, instead of pitching myself, they wound up pitching pitching a show to me. They had this show idea, said they needed a host, and um and they asked uh do you have any do you have anyone that um you think you could partner with? Any friends, comics? So I said, Oh, you know what? Uh yeah, I could do that. I could do that. So I, I think I gave them links to a couple of my friends, my boy uh Harris. Obviously, Harris Stanton, Mark Theobald. Can't think of the third person and Vessie. So I pitched like four, pitched four people. And um, and they got back to me and they said, you know, we like this Joseph Vessie. Um, he contrasts greatly with you. Now, they liked everybody else, but the show, they were looking for... Um, Someone that was sort of the opposite of me. So with that, Vessie actually, um, you know, was a perfect fit, perfect choice. We brought him in to uh, meet with them. They liked him. They liked our banter, which you've all heard on on the uh, podcast, the For the Mucket Protocol, many times in the past, and you'll hear many more times in the future. I know um, we were supposed to do a second episode, but... Uh, and we still will, but Vessie's busy um, on the road with uh, with 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 Mr. Sandler and and crew. He had to go back out, I believe. So um, so they liked it, 
And they said, all right, we, we're going to shoot this, uh, shoot this project uh, with hopes, with plans, I should say, to turn this show, this, this into an actual television show. So um, I was like, all right, that's dope. So the, uh, the idea is uh, everyone, like everywhere across the world, I was going to say cross country, but really worldwide, everywhere you go, there's always someone claiming they have the best of the best. I'm like, you know, exclusive. I shouldn't announce that. Exclusive right here, right now for the market protocol. Exclusive, exclusive. I do my own drop, son. Yeah, I'm I'm peeling back the curtain, letting y'all in. Normally, I don't let people uh, in behind the, behind the scenes because um, I don't like I don't like calling things out until they're done. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, we accomplished just just shooting something, and that was a success. So, the idea of the show is uh, as as of now, like I, I think the 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 show I the title I had was uh was uh. Um, what is it? The uh, on the road to greatness, the world's greatest with 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 Dean and Vessi, right? The idea being that someone is always claiming to have the world's best or the world's greatest something, uh, and we were going to our plan is okay. We hear you have the best something. We're gonna go investigate this to see if it's the world world's best. Or the greatest, and it could be anything. It could be something as as uh, simple as well, someone claiming they have the the world's scariest roller coaster, um, or the world's the world's greatest vanilla ice cream, which is how we got on that subject um, with with uh, Ben and Jerry's. We we're gonna go visit to to discuss um, you know world's greatest pancakes, uh, the world's you know tallest building, whatever. You know, so we um so last week we uh we shot that. Like anyone that, that follows me on the grams or uh, even uh the tweets, twits, the twats and uh and FB, shout out to all my FB fam. We we posted a picture of uh of us on a stoop. Vessi and I on a stoop, me looking very clean and dapper. Vessi looking like, well, uh, well, Vessi. Uh, but the Jordans will fly. The red Jordans will, 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 will fly, son. Um, and uh, we shot it last week um, somewhere, somewhere, actually all across New Jersey, at a place that claimed Broadway Diner. I forgot what town it was in, but they claimed they had the world's greatest pancakes. Um Pancakes were good. I'm 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 not gonna say whether or not they were the greatest or where I ranked them. Anyone that knows me knows I am a pancake connoisseur uh, of, of sorts. Um, so when this when the show does come out, you'll see see my reaction. But um, but it was a great experience. And uh, shout out to um, uh, you know, this was it Silent Wolf Arts um. That that had us along for the ride. I'm looking forward to the show uh, becoming something because we did have uh, we did have a great time. Um, not Silent Wolf, Silent Crow Dummy, <laughs> Silent Wolf. I was sitting there. I was like, after I said, I was like, no, I don't think that's it. Uh, <laughs> my 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 bad. Um, yeah, Silent Silent Crow Arts. Uh, yeah, we had we had a good time. I had a good time. Good good group of people. 
big up, uh, you know, the uh, president of uh, Silent Crow Arts, uh, my man Matt, and the rest of his team, Jen Lee and uh, Mark Mark Fort Gang and uh, Travis and then uh, and crew, uh, and Maisie. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'll keep an eye out. I'll keep, I'll, I'll keep you, keep your ear out for, um, how things proceed because now, you know, we shot it. So we, we shot, I explained to y'all before what a sizzle is. Um, it's really just a, it's a, it's a, you know, four minute commercial on what the show is. And so we shot it. We shot Vessie and I on the road. You get to see who's a better driver, which is of course me. And, uh, and as we drive to the to the um location we shot on location had a we had a blast we had a blast is what we did and uh i ain't going for i got full um after we ate at this at this diner a brother like me was full and uh <laughs> and the itis said it immediately i was like you know y'all should have probably shot Shot this at the end of the day. We still had more to shoot, but it was um yeah, it was it was fun, and and the process is they they they'll probably edit it over the next couple of weeks within the month. They'll have a, an edit, and then they uh and then they start pitching it to uh different networks, uh to to tell them look you uh you let this show on the air, you let this other show on the air. This show needs to be on the air too. Dean and Joseph's Road to Awesome, huh? I think that's the title. Y'all let me know what you think. Now, I know somebody out there might say, well, sound, might sound a little corny. Oh, y'all keep in mind, it's Road to Awesome, and then you fill in the blanks for whatever. So we were investigating pancakes, so it's Dean and, Dean and Joseph's Road to Awesome Pancakes. And then every week, we change it. It's like with Everybody Hates Chris, um, where the every every week the title was everybody hates and then fill in whatever was happening in that episode or like with this show this show you're listening to right now the father bucket protocol this is every episode is the father mucking whatever episode um maybe i'll call this the father mucking sizzle episode maybe i'll call this the father mucking fourth of july episode maybe i'll call this the father mucking uh sitting here with with the today show on while I'm recording now that's too long because you gotta you gotta think about it you gotta condense you gotta keep it tight you want to keep it tight and and keep keep you gotta keep it tighter than than mosquito gyna what what did he just say mosquito gyna I actually cleaned it up uh, I was gonna say something dirtier which might have rolled off the tongue a little easier. It might have. You, you never know. You gotta keep them guessing. You gotta keep them guessing, Papa. Um, yeah. Did 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 I did I forget to go back to something I was talking about? Let's see. I uh, I said uh, I did the ice cream. I did the sizzle. I always feel this is what I gotta get. Uh, Big Mike back in the in the building, man. Big Mike keeps me on point. Shout out to Big Mike on the soundboards. I know you're having a busy summer. Uh, but we miss you. We miss you, man. We miss you, dog. We really miss you. Um, BT Awards occurred last week concurrently with uh, with the Game of Thrones season six finale. 
uh, I watched all the BET Awards and then recorded Got, G-O-T, and then watched it. Um, pleasantly uh, thrilled between both of them. Can I say that? I think I will. Yeah, both both uh, were, were good. I think they did a great job. BET kind of, they had to have a great Prince tribute. You feel me? Because after, when they ran that commercial after the, uh, what was it, the Billboard Awards where Madonna... Madonna, uh, you know, gave what many considered a lackluster Prince tribute, um, which can I just say I'm not defending it because I saw it and it was that he was he and her were friends. They were both, you know, part of that sort of trifecta of pop icons in the 80s with with uh, MJ, Michael Jackson, Prince and Madonna. So I understand her doing a performance um, to tribute her friend along with Stevie Wonder. Isn't Stevie Wonder always the go-to? Can can we let Stevie take a break? <laughs> it seems like every time, every time they say we got to do the tribute. Who, who, who's been out for? Oh, Stevie. Uh, we'll, we'll tell him it's, we'll tell him it's another, uh, Another awards, and then at the last minute, we'll give, we'll tell him we're giving him an award, and then tell him, Stevie, you mind doing a little ditty? Because he's always there. Don't get me wrong, I love Stevie. But give him a chance. Let him catch a breather, you know? Um, and the funny thing is, Stevie was at the BT, <laughs> he was at the Billboard Awards, and the Stevie Wonder, uh, or the Stevie Wonder, they should just call him the Stevie Wonder Awards. He was at the Billboard Awards and the BT Awards. Um, so I think that was, uh, I think that that was rather funny. Um, hold, hold on, hold, hold that thought. Why am I speaking like Gandalf? Um, why? Because I'm on her phone because I'm trying to write a text to my youngest to let her know she is not forgotten. Um, any, anywho, uh, any, any, we, uh, yeah, he, he did, uh, Madonna, your, your, your tribute, it was just, it was painful. I'm like, you know what? No one goes to Madonna for her voice. You know, I know you were nominated or you won a Golden Globe for Evita, but it's cause you're Madonna. Not because people were like, oh, wow, her amazing singer that Madonna is. Madonna's a pop artist. Same way, you don't listen to Janet Jackson. You listen to Janet Jackson for songs, but you never said, oh, her voice is amazing. I, why haven't more people asked her to do the Star Spangled Banner at the beginning of football games or basketball games or at least softball tournaments? Hmm? Um, BET Awards. Uh, yeah, Prince Tribute. The Roots did their thing. Erica Badu did her thing, but it was on a song not a lot of people are familiar with. So I think that was a problem because my kids actually were like, this doesn't sound... I was like, it does sound good if you know the song. Um, I responded to that. Uh, yeah, okay. So anywho. Um, but Erica did her thing. But then my my boy B, huh? Hugh Moore's cousin, huh? That's what I called him. That's what it is. Bilal did the beautiful ones. Destroyed. Down to the... Baby, baby, baby. 
I can't hit that high note at this uh, early hour of the morning. Maxwell did his thing. Jennifer Hudson uh, did a rendition of Purple Rain that someone in, was it a barbershop? He said, you know what? I wasn't, it was, it was, um, did he say self-aggrandizing? Whatever he said, he said, you know what? I wasn't feeling it at first because... It was too, it was all about her. It was too much all about her. But then it became uh, how she walked off stage. It became about um, about the song and about honoring Prince. I thought it was dope. I thought it was real dope. Um, Jennifer Hudson did, did the damn thing. Um, killed it. Can I say that? Can I say killed it? Can I just say that, uh, um... You know what? Can I just say, hold on. Let me, you know what? I apologize, y'all, because children, this it's about what children do. <sighs> Pardon me. Um, sorry about that. I, you know, when duty calls you, you have to pause. And that's a real pause. That's not like a, a hip hop uh, uh, version of pause. That's a literal press the button on the, the record and pause. Anyway. Anywho, I think they did a great job. Bilal did a great job. Um, J-Hud did a great job. Um, Oh, and then salute. Salute to, uh, obviously, Janelle Monae, because, you know, she's almost like, you know, you could say a prince protege, her her hero. And, you know, she she did a great uh, job of a medley of a couple of his his, uh, songs. Uh, and then a big salute to uh, Sheila E, man, because um, I, from what I remember, I believe it was the Billboard's Awards people that suggested, you know, Sheila E and some of the people that came up with Prince. And, and their their note or their re- response back to people suggesting as such was, you know what, she's kind of old and... You know, a lot of people wouldn't know who she was. It's insulting. Well, if that's the case, a lot of people know who uh, who Prince was. You know what I mean? Uh, anyone that, that was into uh, Prince's, in my opinion, uh, and mine is right, anyone that was into Prince knows pretty much the, the, the Prince universe and all things sort of uh, extended from Prince uh, and Minneapolis. You know, and so uh, not all things, but all things for with that Minneapolis sound extended from Prince. So so we're talking, you know, uh, Morris Day in the Time and, and uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, you know, some of the some of the uh, best best selling producers of the modern era of of music production. You know, they had a lot of success. Shoot, Alexander O'Neill and Sherelle. You know what I mean? Uh, Sheena Easton, uh, uh, Vanity Six. You know, did Apollonia ever drop any any music? Um, you know, there were just a lot of people that came out of that whole Minneapolis uh, crew. Many, many that you know were were not even. Uh, I can't even recall their names. Um, but uh, Wendy and Lisa. You know they. And, and the list goes on. I think the Minneapolis um, of the 80s was similar to 
Philly in the uh in the mid nineties, you know. Philly yeah, you know, that that sort of you saw this this birth of what the the industry called Neo Soul, but it was really just uh uh a return to good soulful R and B with with classic uh R and B, you know, vocals and stylings and sounds and and so you had obviously the roots and Jilly from Philly, Jill Scott and uh Bilal and and um music soul child and uh and then everything that came under that umbrella. Obviously D'Angelo, you know, helped usher it in. Um not that he was from Philly. It wasn't about being from there, it was about sort of the collective of, of music that that came out in that era. Um yeah, but Sheila E, man, she ripped it and then she brought out uh Janice Garcia's sister. There's I always like shouting out uh my friend Janice, her her sister uh Maita, uh married Prince. And um yeah, man. It was it was a it was a great uh great performance. They BT lived up to the hype. Instead of doing one performance, they just had uh performances sprinkled throughout the the three hour plus telecast, which I thought was a nice uh which was nicer instead of saying here we're just gonna do this one ten minute segment where we honor Prince, let's just do a bunch of uh performances throughout the night. Which which kept the uh kept the show fresh and vibrant along with Anthony Anderson and um and Tracy Ellis Ross did a great job hosting. Uh, um, you know, big up uh Chris Spencer and and, and crew, uh, Mitch Marchand and the rest of uh the writers, I think they did a good job, and um, yeah, it was a, it was it, when when you put out when you put out an advertisement after the Ameri- or the Billboard Awards saying, uh, uh, yeah, we saw that too. Don't worry, we got you <laughs> with regards to the Prince tribute, um, which I know I know you, Madonna. I don't care how how you know f- fat on the hog you sit. That that doesn't feel good to, cause from her perspective, she's like, look, man, I was just I was just trying to do something to honor my friend. Can I live? Damn. Oh well, sorry. <laughs> so look, here's the thing. Like I said, Madonna should have done an up tempo song. She should have done like Let's Go Crazy. Um. Yeah, let's go crazy. Something provocative that's unexpected, like controversy. You know, um, uh, did she do Kiss? I don't remember. She. It seemed like she did. She did. Uh, uh, nothing compares to you. And, and did she do Purple Rain? It was just just bad, man. <laughs> it's just bad. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, oh, you know what I meant to say, protocol, you know, with regards to, to you know, because the sizzle, we, we just shot this, 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 um, Dean and Joseph's Road to Awesome, and, and, you know, how do we get that just being ready, you know, they, um, when the production team called, we, we, we were ready, and just, so that's, that's the thing, man, you know, what, what's that old adage, that success is when preparation meets opportunity and you know the opportunity was provided um shout out to 
Gersh, my agency, for you know setting up the meeting. Cause it's it's funny. I I had a bunch of meetings set up to uh, meet with production companies with regards to my show, but they they dug my show, and then uh, on top of that, they they had this other show prepared for for us to do. So I'm like, yo, all right, well, you know, why meet with a bunch of other people? When Silent Wolf, no, <laughs> when Silent Pro Arts uh, is is into what we do, you know. So uh, that being that being said, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to you know this show going. I have some other um, road stuff that uh, you know is looking good. Um, Theobald and I, we we about to you know, attack this third draft of, of the sitcom we wrote together. Um and uh on with it upward. Yo, if you in if you are in the Minneapolis area, um here we gotta plug all the dates. If you're in Minneapolis um at the end of July, of July, actually you have five nights to see me. I'm gonna be at the uh Acme Comedy Company um July 26th through July 30th. Actually, that's my birthday. We celebrating our birthday um, at one of the best comedy clubs in the country. I haven't even been there, but um, my man Vic Henley, good good comic, good friend, uh, said he was like, "Oh yeah, man, you can you gotta have have a blast out there. That's that's that is the top choice. That's one of the best clubs in the country." So I was like, "Okay, well that's that's uh it's good to know. It's good to good to know and good to." Uh, and go to here. Um, so y'all make sure if you if you're in Minneapolis, if you have people in Minneapolis, Acme Comedy Club, Acme Comedy Company, I think is the name, the exact name of the club. I'll be posting uh, posters for it um, soon. Uh, big up, big up my man, uh, missed at Mister Van for for doing the keeping my flyers fly, keeping us looking right. And if you're in Denver. Uh, Harris and I will be at the Denver Improv um, August 11th through 14th. So you can catch me at the Denver Improv with my man Harris Stanton August 11th through 14th. And then I'm back to Ann Arbor. Um, the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase will be there August 18th through 20th. So y'all check me out August 18th through 20th at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase if you're in the Michigan uh, Michigan area. I know people have been asking me, um, actually people both in, in Michigan and Ohio that, that I guess is borders on, uh, on the, the state line of Michigan have been asking me when I'm coming back to the area. So y'all come out. Yeah. That's, that's three days and, and more dates filling in. And then if you're, uh, if you happen to be on a cruise, you want to cruise <laughs> In September, you catch me on the Norwegian getaway, September 14th through 18th. So, brother, busy, which is good. Busy is good. Yo, and uh, keep keep uh, your ear out. All my people in the uh, Dallas, Plano, Fort Worth area, I have three weeks uh, this early winter that I will be out there um, in November and December three weeks in a row. So that's going to actually with one weekend off for uh, Thanksgiving. So um, I'll, I'll mention those dates 
as they get closer. And um, and shout out to our, our men and women of the armed forces. Salute to you all on the, here on the 4th of July um, that can't be with their families. Um, don't worry, because Dean, Dean will be coming to see y'all again real soon, too. Or, you know, that's bubbling right now. All right. Uh, anything I miss? Oh, you know what? Y'all make sure if, uh, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend. Um, any any of you that have friends that listen to podcasts, tell them tell them that uh, protocol is fire. We got more fire every time. Um, tell them listen to some old episodes. Um, I, you know what? I'm always curious. What what is some of y'all best uh your favorite episodes? Somebody let me know. Hit me up in the comments on uh SoundCloud or uh, or iTunes. I'm curious to see what your favorite episodes were. I had a lot of fun. I was talking to Judah Friedlander this week. I had a lot of fun with Judah, uh, Big J. Um, had a, a whole lot of fun with my boy Greer, and then obviously um, with you know the the usual suspects like Mark Theobald, um, obviously Vessi and uh, and Harris, you know. So we had some some fun episodes. Oh, and the Ted Ted Alexandro episodes. Those are just always just fun listens, man. So anytime I tell people to listen to if they want to get like a a taste of what we do on the show, I always suggest to them peep those episodes. And so uh tell a friend, subscribe, comment, like, and uh and appreciate y'all riding along on the Father Muckling Protocol. And we'll catch y'all next week. Um Bessie will be back. Uh, not not sure exactly when, cause he's on the road. Where where the guy that talks like this, and is one of his uh, favorites, all time favorites. So I'm real happy for him. And we will keep you uh, posted on what happens with uh with the journey of uh, Dean and Joseph's road to awesome. Alright, uh, all love, two fingers. Y'all be safe out there. We'll catch y'all next week. Catch me on social media at I am Dean Edwards. Why? Because that's who I am. It's a fun month protocol. All love. Your man Dean Edwards. Big up everyone that's been riding with us for a long time. And we'll catch y'all real soon. Alright? Two fingers. Easy. Oh, all love, baby. Yes. Yes. Yes.